0: the fuck was that <laughs> it started like we're in the podcast right now this is the quality one right here <laughs> <laughs> why is it exactly anything are, are we starting who started it is it Zach? It's just I started it. a <laughs> oh. deck. Welcome to the podcast.
1: What week we in? Eight? Ten? Eight. Eleven? Week
0: eight. Got Matt. Got Dave. What's up, guys? All right. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week... So last week was pretty bad, huh, guys? Well, I beat Dave, and he owes me a
2: lot of beer now. So it is pretty good. What was the
1: bet exactly?
2: Uh, he has to give me a six-pack from Rickman's
0: every month until the end of the football season. Isn't that like just two months? And it's like four months. Right? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I think so. I think so because the Super Bowl is usually February. Yeah. Nice.
3: So, four six packs. Just saying, I'm
2: undefeated in bets this year. Don't look at my actual record, but I'm undefeated in bets.
0: Have you made three bets? Uh, two bets. Oh, okay. Well, undefeated. Points. That's a good record, though. Uh, yeah. Last
3: week, I think, was pretty low scoring for most people, aside from Matt. Yeah, and DJ. I mean, the, the two highest scores on the league were Matt and DJ. I, pretty, I feel like that pretty much sums up the week. We had six people get less than 130.
1: Like, yeah. I feel like that's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, that
3: is. Everyone across the board had uh, lower scoring weeks for the most part.
1: I feel like it was a really weird week uh, in particular for quarterbacks. I feel like all the good quarterbacks did horrible. And then people like Mike White.
0: And, you know, other various shitters did amazing. Yeah, my boy Jalen Hurts only got 11. And one of the worst games I've ever watched in my entire life. Yeah.
1: Uh, Kyler Murray got 9. Mahomes got 14.
0: Yeah, and then uh, to,
3: to carry on the weirdness, this beginning of the week has been, like, insane. Uh, Aaron Rodgers apparently unvaccinated. Did you, did you see everyone's blowing up online? Because I guess he's been walking on the sidelines with no mask the whole season because everyone thought he was vaccinated. And if you're on the sidelines, you have to be wearing a mask. Is
2: he actually unvaccinated? Is that what yeah. came
3: out? Yeah. Oh, shit.
2: So apparently he like
1: lied about it. He said he was immunized, whatever that means. But he's not actually vaccinated. So all season, he's been like not following the rules. And like I don't know. Whenever you're supposed to so wear a mask. A here. Shit yeah whenever you're supposed to be wearing a mask if you're unvaccinated he hasn't been so he's probably going to get fined a fuck ton of money
3: yeah there's like literally yeah. video video evidence of eight for eight weeks of him or did they have their bio i don't know eight weeks of him standing in the sidelines with, with no mask on and the protocol now for girl not now this year for covid for unvaccinated people is 10 days minimum so he's missing the next two weeks
0: Is it two weeks? I mean, yeah, it was ten days So he has to do ten days
3: and then he has to test negative two days in a row. There's some other some other things. You have to test negative twice twenty four hours apart. So I think that pretty much all all but excludes like I guess he has a chance to play on the thirteenth.
0: No, he doesn't. Today's the fourth Wait, I'm confused. When is this game?
1: The 14th would be 10 days, which is a Sunday.
3: Right. Well, so
0: yesterday,
1: yesterday was the 3rd, right? Yeah, it's the 4th because it's 12.05. Oh, yesterday right. was the 3rd, so 10 days would have been the 13th, which is a Saturday. Uh, and then he, I guess if he passes his tests... He could play the 14th, but I don't really know.
3: Yeah, I don't know if it's
0: after the 10 days. I had read that he was out two games. Gotcha. Just for being a fucking moron.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't believe he actually like lied about it. And like, did they just take his word for it? Like no one verified that he was actually vaccinated?
3: He's fucking Aaron Rodgers. And he wasn't with the team until like five minutes before game one.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering if there's going to be more people like, that test positive because of it.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know. That, not to mention the Henry Ruggs stuff, Calvin Ridley, Odell, uh, the whole half the, half the Giants team getting COVID. Barkley? You want to hear what I kind of feel about Barkley? After, after you know, the initial news and I got to think about it, uh, I'm kind of ex- happy-ish. I feel like it'll be better for me in the long run. So he plays this week against uh, whoever, what is he? I don't know. It's not a great matchup, though. Las Vegas, I guess it's a okay matchup. But then he has his bye. I'd almost rather him just like sit out and just come, come back after your bye and just don't be fucking questionable anymore.
1: Yeah, that probably He's will be probably better for him. Yeah. It'll be better for him in the long run just to not, one, play questionable because you're going to have to plug him into your lineup and you he <laughs> could have a limited snap count. And then two, it'd probably be better for him to get like two extra weeks of being healthy. But
3: Right, instead of rushing him back, same thing he did last year. Yeah, and then Michael Thomas uh, being done for the season. So I was trying so hard to get Ron to buy Michael Thomas. I was like, dude, you're 8 No, You could just sit on him and he'll win you the finals later. Because I had saw that he went to like another foot specialist or something. That's all I had read that morning that he had like, he had went to go get his foot checked out again. And I was like, you know what? I don't want a fucking any part of this. And like literally five minutes after Ron was
0: like, you know what? Uh, Nah, I don't want him. If he like said he was out for the season, I would have been, I honestly would have been jerked off. Had Ron traded for him five minutes before that. Yeah. Well, I think based on
1: our conversation a few weeks ago, I think you were the only person that ever believed in Michael Thomas to begin with.
3: (laughs)
2: yeah well, else that's really why him.
3: That's not true. I mean, yeah, maybe people weren't like jumping at the gills to get him like I was, but people people would have at eight no Michael Thomas is exactly the person Ron should be stashing on his bench.
1: literally he was on waivers, and no one even put in a zero dollar
3: bid for him. He was on waivers for one day, and he, nobody it, put in a zero dollar bid for him uh, I think that's more to do with uh like Friday or Saturday waivers or whatever it was. There's tons of good people that get picked up on Friday and Saturday for zero dollars, just because everyone is busy, like looking at their team or or whatever. are not necessarily picking them up. Who uh, Matt got? Um, who did Matt get? I don't think I got anybody good. <laughs> not this week, but in like a previous week, I think Dawson Knox, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I maybe Dawson Knox, but
1: no, it wasn't Dawson Knox.
3: I don't think it was, at least. Uh, I don't remember. I'm just saying, it happens. I look at all the waiver reports or whatever. There's plenty of good people picked up on Fridays and Saturdays when nobody's looking.
1: Yeah, you picked them up on Thursday, October 7th, 11.02. But that's irrelevant. Me? No, Matt picked up Dawson Knox on a Thursday.
3: Oh, I gotcha. Maybe it was Ryan or something. Maybe it wasn't Matt. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, Ryan,
1: Ryan grabbed Damian Harris, I think, on a Friday
3: yeah that's what i'm saying it's just i'm not saying everyone would have jumped a bit on him i just don't think it's a fair like well, nobody else bid on him i think yep. most people weren't paying attention to the fact that he dropped especially half our league barely even does waivers they're not paying attention until wednesday night who are they going to pick up you know
1: right well let's just uh go ahead and skip last week because we don't really need to talk about it do we
0: no we should, we
2: should cover how I destroyed Dave.
1: <laughs> All right, we we can talk about that one game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were you were third highest scorer. Last Dave week. was
3: just
2: outmatched in every way
3: possible. He was, yes. M- my second and third highest score were Nick Folk and Carolina defense. So
2: <laughs> your team really shit the bed this week. <laughs> it really did. I was so happy. So the so the um, Eagles ran the ball like. Eight times in the red zone, and it was the greatest thing ever.
1: Yeah, they finally didn't have to use Miles Sanders, and they're like, "Man, we actually have good running backs."
3: No, and they they finally realized that they have to run the ball to be a good football team. There, I'm telling you, mark my words. Whether or not Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith are good for fantasy, the Eagles are going to make a run for the playoffs. (laughs) No, they're not. The Eagles are fucking terrible. They're not. They really are not. Their defense isn't, is like average. And they're, uh, dude, I mean, I'm not going to, there's nothing I can say to change my mind, but their schedule is so easy. The rest of the, they have like free wins the rest of the way.
1: The Eagles are one of those teams that are just perpetually mediocre. They're never bad. They're never good. They're never exciting to watch. Even that year they won the Super Bowl, they were like, they were mediocre and just got like, I don't know.
3: They have two hard games, the rest of their schedule. Two, uh, I guess, 50-50 games, if you want to call them that, even though I think they'll win both of them. And then five games against the, the Jets, the Giants, and Washington. Five it,
0: straight games.
1: The Giants are decent. Why does everyone shit on the Giants?
0: The Giants' defense isn't that decent. Yeah, they are. The Giants are a beatable team for anyone.
1: Okay, well, no one gives a shit about Philadelphia except for you, I think. Probably Charlie, because Charlie loves terrible teams. Charlie <laughs> probably likes the Philadelphia Eagles, but
3: did I'd be rooting for the Eagles if I, even if I didn't have John Her?
1: Anyways, going back to this matchup, um, I thought Zeke was going to have a monster game, and he didn't do anything.
2: <laughs> that that whole game was weird. Like both teams sucked. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think that's kind a, of the case for every team this week. That's kind of a, why it was a low scoring week, don't you think? Like, everyone just sucked. Washington and Denver had a 10 17 game. Cincinnati lost to the fucking Jets. Yep.
1: It was just a shit week all around. KC almost lost to the Giants.
3: Yeah. The only people who scored points were bum, bum people Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. I literally didn't even know he was still playing football. Had two touchdowns this week.
1: I don't know if you said this, but Arizona also lost to Green Bay. And I thought Arizona was going to fucking wallop them with all of... Like, the dude, he had three starting wide receivers that were out. And they still won somehow.
3: Do you know, uh, in my podcast, they actually said Aaron Rodgers' stats when Devontae Adams was out. And he had his best games ever when Devontae Adams doesn't play really yeah like they said the fantasy points and it was like six weeks i don't know their scoring i think it's six points for passing touchdown and we have four points for passing touchdown but he had one week at nine and all the other weeks
0: were over 35 damn yeah i thought that was a crazy stack. because it's just like wow you would literally never guess that in a million years
1: yeah i thought i thought they were gonna lose like horribly but i don't know it looked more like to me, that Arizona choked, then Green Bay looked good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if that has to do with like Kyler Murray. Not.
0: No, I wouldn't say that. I think it was Green Bay running the ball pretty good. Yeah, they did. Uh, this was a good game plan. Alright, so yeah,
3: Matt beat me, blah, 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 whatever.
0: Yeah, it did. Let's go into the next week.
3: <laughs> Alright. I mean, my team shit the bed. I will say, I think I said this to Matt already, but I'm happy that all my players shit the bed at the same time. Like, you know, instead of, like, them all dropping a turd week by week, and you're like, man, I mean, one of these days my team's going to hit. I mean, it just, just don't happen. <laughs> I suppose, but, you know, it's just the way I think about it. Everyone so, got their bad games, by the way. The
1: first matchup on my list is me versus Ron. He's projected, well, I thought I was I'm about gonna to say destroy you. me. But he's only projected, what, 20 points
0: more? Andy's, Wait, st- we Andy's both still have missing two turn. spots. Yeah. yeah, but you're missing one spot. He's missing two. Andy's still projected 20 points more than you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one is going to destroy you. <laughs> let's, let's just say that. Maybe. Is Clyde coming back? He's
2: uh, my, He's...
1: Eligible to come off of IR this week.
2: It- my my opinion is Clyde's going to come back and it's going to be a a, a share. Like he's not going to be the lead back anymore. That's possible. He's, he's never been good. Like I want to say good. He's never been great. Like he's he's never earned that role. And I think other running backs have earned enough of a share where Clyde is not relevant that much anymore.
3: God, your team looks terrible this week. You have yeah, to start that's... Clyde, and if he doesn't even play, you have to pick up a running back off waivers to play. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look it doesn't look great. they just starting two tight ends, mm-hmm. which is never good unless they're like well, the one two.
2: It's a good thing there's no luck in fantasy football, and you plan for this, right?
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Zach has one injury and his team's devastated
1: I never said there was no luck in fantasy okay let's not put words in my mouth
0: all right moving on let's see, what's your next
3: yeah ron's gonna Ron's gonna crush you honestly
0: mm, uh, I don't know I think I have a chance <laughs> oh, how wait, could wait. you
3: how could you think you have a chance on like to, describe to me the scenario in which you win aside from Ron's team putting up like 80 points. Well, I still
1: stand by I don't think Ron's team's that amazing. And, I mean, he put up, what, 130 a handful of times this year and just had a good schedule.
3: I don't think Ron's team is unbeatable. But this week, your team is not one of those teams that could that has a good chance to beat him. I'd honestly put you at, like, right. less than 10% to beat him.
1: My t- my team looks really ter- terrible right now because waivers hasn't gone through, right? But let's pl- let's plug in just like some nobodies off of waivers, and just eliminate that position. I still got a lot of good players that are going that could put up really big numbers and still potentially beat Ron. Ron has more money than you. He does. I'm not. There's. I mean, there's no one really on waivers that's going to be a million dollar buy.
2: So you're saying that the waivers that you're going to pick up aren't going to matter?
1: No, no, no. I literally just said, let's plug in some no-name waivers for whoever is in our empty slots. And I still have a lot of good players that are starting against Ron's players that are starting.
3: I don't think you do have a lot of good players. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Patterson, Cortland Sutton, and Tyreek Hill. You're naming Cortland Sutton as one of my best players? This week, yeah. For sure. It's better than Clyde over yeah. Solaire. He's gonna probably outscore both your tight ends.
1: I have Patrick Mahomes, who's been terrible the last two weeks. But <laughs> So great. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's gonna be terrible every I, week.
3: I mean if the last really? four weeks Mahomes has averaged like sixteen points. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not I'm not including him in your great good player
1: listen i'm not saying i'm going to beat ron i'm just saying it's very possible that i do beat ron i don't think it's a lock for ron I don't, don't, think
2: don't it's... say don't say very possible
1: i, I wouldn't like, say he's going to destroy me he's got a 60 percent chance to win as is
3: that's a, that's a good percentage yeah they're usually not that skewed before the game
2: all right can we move on to like a relevant <laughs> yeah, <Ron's laughs> like jack like, can get destroyed let's move on <laughs>
1: Ryan versus Brett. Can we back up?
3: What's destroyed?
2: All right, you, um, you lose. All right, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I,
3: I would say I, I would say destroyed is Ron has like a greater than eighty percent chance to win this game. I think you lose this by. T- I don't think this game is ever close. To put a Hold line up. on it, how many is how many is gonna is? Oh my running? god! Can
2: we move on? Can you guys shut the fuck up? And once you move on? a, once you pick a, let's move on. on. Let's move on. <laughs> Twenty-five. I hate you guys. All
1: right, I'm going to drop off the call. I, I bet I lose by less than 25. Ryan versus Brett. I'm picking Brett for, for the win here.
2: Do you like, hate <laughs> picking winners? I don't understand why you pick the things that you pick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look at the matchup.
1: I never pick Ryan, ever. All right, well, he's going to win. Next matchup, next <laughs> matchup. Okay, Don versus Charlie.
2: Alright, who do you think is gonna win here? Don? Okay, yeah.
1: No, Charlie.
2: Alright, good. Alright, next matchup.
1: <laughs> is it only my opinion that counts? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> next matchup. Okay.
2: Dave versus Tim. Alright, that now this is a good matchup. Alright, who do you let's let's actually talk about this one. All yeah, right, next spiderly. Who's gonna win, Matt? I'm leaning Dave for this oh, one. Oh yeah! All right, I'm next matchup: day. Matt psh, versus DJ. Psh, psh, get out of here! <laughs> this is actually a close
0: matchup. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about my matchup. Nick Folk has been questioned about the whole year. You know that? Who gives right, a shit? No one cares about that.
3: I just thought it was interesting. I wasn't saying how good he is or bad or whatever. I just he, thought it was interesting. He's been questionable literally every week the whole year.
2: I think your whole game plans could depend on Philadelphia and what they do.
3: I only have two Philadelphia players. What are you
2: talking about? Yeah, that's that's like half their offense, and you lost last week because of it.
3: Yeah, but they'll be, he'll be fine.
0: I don't think that oh. was
2: the only reason he lost.
1: He, like literally, all of his players had duds, except for Daryl Henderson.
2: Uh, well, they the Eagles had, like, five touchdowns last week, and zero of them went to his
0: players. That's true. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I disagree. I don't really have much of a choice,
3: because Barkley's out, McLaurin's on by, and those are my, my two other wide receivers, or those are two other people I really would, could plug into my flex.
1: Do you really think Devontae Smith's better than anything you can get off of waivers? I do
3: think he'll be better, yeah. Really? Why? Do you know through the first seven games, Devontae Smith had more yards than DK Metcalf? It just takes a while for rookies to come in. Not everyone's that's Jamar just, Chase. Not everyone's just Justin those... Jefferson. He'll be fine. He's The rookies have to acclimate. That's
1: an irrelevant stat that you would use to prove that Devontae Smith is good.
3: I, I, but, but I'm saying he is, he is good. He is... He's a first-round wide receiver. They just take a while to come into the league and learn their routes and learn whatever. I still think he'll be good. And yeah, I do think he's... I would keep him long-term. Do I think he's going to score more than everyone on the waivers this week or next week or the week after that? No, probably not. But I like him going forward, and I think that he could help me win a championship.
1: Here's a stat I like. He averages 10.3 points per game.
0: Hmm?
3: Yeah. (laughs) yeah he's had some he's susceptible of duds, but like I said he's a rookie
2: but at the same time uh Tim has Evan Ingram and Jarvis Landry <laughs> he's starting Evan Ingram. Like, oh my God Daryl Williams like it's not anything to be scared about all right
1: Evan Ingram i I actually was a Evan Ingram believer at the beginning of the year, but fuck this guy this guy's position ranked twenty five. there's literally a zillion tight ends better than him, available on the waiver wire. Like, why would you start Evan Ingram?
0: Maybe he'll change him after the waivers or something, but
3: I agree. Looking at Tim's team, the only people I'm nervous about are Keenan Allen and Jarvis Landry. I know Matt said he was talking shit about him, but without Odell, I feel like Jarvis is just, like, scary for, like, Twelve catches and eighty yards. Like garbage points. Yeah, like when they're they're and they're playing Cincy too, so they might actually have to throw this week. I think
1: not having Odell hurts Jarvis Landry. Don't you?
3: No. Whenever Odell's not there, when he was so. hurt last year, Jarvis was a, a good wide receiver number two. Like every week, okay. and if he scores, he's like a wide receiver one. Every week, he's like ten for ninety or something like he just he he's like Wes Walker I think the
1: winner in Odell leaving is Donovan Peoples-Jones to be honest I just probably I should probably shouldn't talk about this before the waivers but I think that's the winner in this uh offense
2: I think you're okay talking about like (laughs) like nobody cares about that guy
1: (laughs) I mean Don paid like $94 for him last time he had a good game
3: (laughs) did Don drop him I,
1: I don't know he got injured that game and didn't even play, but I feel like all the coverage goes to Jarvis Landry now, and then Donovan Peoples Jones is actually a good re- receiver, and he just gets all the uh, throws and catches.
3: Oh no, he dropped! Him. Oh no, he's got him. He's got Donovan Peoples Jones. That's well, fine.
1: I, I think Who Donovan Peoples Jones win the winner in Odell
3: leaving that team. I don't think there is a winner. They don't yeah. throw the ball. They're a run heavy team. It's Jarvis Landry. It's short routes. Even if Donovan Peoples-Jones does take over the Odell, whatever, what does that give him? Four for 70?
1: You're right. There is no winner. They're all terrible. But I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is the winner in terms of increased targets and increased usage. I think Jarvis Landry stays right where he's at.
3: But why? We have a whole year sample size Uh, uh, of uh, telling uh, you you're wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, that's just my opinion.
3: Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying we literally saw it last year when Odell didn't play Jarvis Landry was good.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think Debo gets shut down this week.
3: Oh, God, that'd be nice. And Amari Cooper just had a good game, so he's not going to have back-to-back good games.
1: Debo, to me, is kind of that guy. I can say this now that I traded him. He's kind of that guy. He's like Jamar Chase, where he gets like one super lucky play every week. And that makes his fantasy game. Most of his scoring comes from like one Chase Edmonds, Keenan Allen, Clyde Edwards Hilaire for Tyreek Hill, Dalton Schultz,
3: and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You you traded Chase Edmonds, Keenan Allen, and Debo for Tyreek Mahomes and CEH.
0: Yes, that was it. Yeah, so Tim has Chase Edmonds, Keenan Allen, and Debo Samuels from Zach. And Zach got somebody who's on the IR. Although I think he you traded for him when he was on the IR.
1: It was two weeks ago. Yes, he was on the IR. He was out. He was going to miss two games
3: essentially. And Mahomes, who's been terrible.
1: No, Zach has Mahomes the whole year, right? No, wait. Yeah, it wasn't Mahomes.
0: It was Tyree Kill. And who else did you get? Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. That was the third one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. I,
2: I feel like you got completely destroyed in that trade. I mean, I could be wrong long-term, but
0: that seemed really bad for you. I, I don't think so, but we'll see. I feel
1: Chase like you, ed- had a, you had a
2: good team like going into that, and then like that kind of ruined your season on top of Henry going out. Yeah.
1: Well, I really wanted to get rid of Chase Edmonds. Just based on how they're using him this year. I don't like anything that I saw from Chase Edmonds. Like, he gets usage sometimes. And sometimes he doesn't. So, I just was... I was ready to get rid of Chase Edmonds, essentially. Debo, from what I saw, he was getting lucky more than he's great. Fantasy-wise, he's been great so far. And so far, he hasn't... um, had that misstep. But he's he's more lucky than he is talented this year. Yeah, I mean he's, he's still getting the targets.
2: That's yeah, what it all comes down to.
1: Sometimes it depends on the game plan. But Arizona's so good this year that a lot of the times they're up and they're not doing dumb passes. And his his fantasy scores reflect that. And then uh Keenan Allen was very mediocre for a while. He had a good game last week, but before that, he got ten,
0: thirteen, ten, and it's been all Mike Williams in that offense.
1: So that was my that was my reasoning. Whether I won that trade, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but that was why I did it. I think it was a fair trade
0: either way. Yeah, the other person I'm worried about this week is Keenan Allen. But the rest of it, I could easily beat. This is the week Jacoby Myers goes off for 30. Two tutties.
3: <laughs>
0: Did he get a touchdown last week? No. He got another two point conversion. Oh, like his boy. third or fourth of the year. <laughs> Maybe that's exaggerating, but I think uh,
3: I don't have like great, great matchups, but all my teams play teams that they could be losing against, which I like because it gives me garbage time stuff. Except for my running backs. I think Dallas it will be beating Denver, and I think the Rams will be beating Tennessee and everyone else. Uh, Philly will be down against the Chargers. Uh, the Patriots will probably be in a close game against Carolina. I think uh, yeah, Jared will be down against Dallas. I think Mark, Mark Andrews will be close game against Minnesota. I like my team this week. I think I have a good matchup.
1: So talking about your team, uh, we were talking about Saquon earlier and him missing another two weeks. So by the time it hits week 11, you will have uh, literally two good games from Barkley in 11 weeks.
3: Yeah.
2: Yep. Can we
1: call him injury-prone
0: yet?
2: And you were trying to trade for McCaffrey as well.
3: (laughs) Uh, McCaffrey's coming back this week. Maybe. And we just went over my team.
2: We've literally
1: said that four times, I think. This okay. Year on this yeah, podcast. I, well, I said McCaffrey's supposed to. coming back this week.
3: I, th- I thought I said supposed to. And, and we just went over my says maybe. I like my team. I could have survived. I don't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't have had
1: Daryl Henderson or Jamar Chase. You would have scored 22 less points than you already scored last week, which was 111. So do the math. What is that? That's in the 80s, bro.
3: 22. I would have gotten. I was getting Justin Jefferson. Oh, he had a
0: terrible week. Yeah, you would have been in the eighties.
3: Yeah, but I would have had Justin Jefferson this week instead of Jamar Chase, and then for Daryl Henderson, I just would have had to. I would have had no second running back.
1: Does Justin Jefferson even look that good? Still,
3: he's point rank twenty one. Yeah, he had a really bad game, and he has buy already. He, had, he just had two points last week, or four points, or something. He had a really bad game, but even before
1: that, he. He wasn't looking awesome. He was looking good, he was like he wasn't top, looking awesome.
3: He was like a top 12 wide receiver. I'll take a fucking top 12 wide receiver.
1: Yeah, I think he was point ranked 9, I guess, before his bye.
3: Yeah, he's been doing fine. Yeah, they looked like shit the other day, but everyone had a bad game in the year.
1: I just feel like Minnesota is very unpredictable as far as their passing game. I mean, look at...
2: Yeah, uh, how the hell did they lose to Dallas
0: with a backup quarterback?
1: Yeah, it's, it's exactly.
2: pretty
1: bad. Look at Adam Thielen this year; he's all over the place. They're just so unpredictable. I just don't like it. It's not like it's not like uh, Justin Jefferson's the
2: target, you know. Is Thielen like Thielen's pretty consistent? I don't know. He is, but he like, shouldn't be. He it should be Justin
1: Jefferson scoring all those points. I
3: Why think they're double I think they're just double teaming Jefferson. And they're letting Thielen get whatever he wants because they know he's—they're not going to yeah. lose to Thielen. Thielen's
2: only had two bad games this year.
3: Yeah, he's been—he's been really good. They're both—they're both good. It, the thing is, is Kirk Cousins doesn't throw to anyone else besides though, two. Like KJ Osborne yeah. had like one touchdown, and that's pretty much it. And I couldn't even name anyone else. Any other wide receivers on the team? Tyler Conklin.
1: Right, but all I'm saying is like. I don't know that I'd want to buy Justin Jefferson at this point because he's not even the main target, and it's like
3: it—it it just seems like you can't really count on him to. Yeah, I feel like you'll change your mind in three weeks when Justin Jefferson puts puts up three straight weeks of like twenty-five. <laughs> well, and, well, of course I would if he puts up. Well, you're three judging him on one. 25. You're judging him on one week. You just said before I'm judging before him your on your whole rant. year. You just said before your rant that he was number nine before his bye. He had a bye week. There's been like eight teams, 12 teams or something that have had a bye week.
1: Right, but I'm saying Adam Thielen, (laughs) the more important point is that Adam Thielen's outscoring him this year, which he shouldn't be.
0: I get it. I really just feel like it's that one game. And I wouldn't trust Adam Thielen.
3: Okay. I mean, I guess we differ. I like Justin Jefferson. I'll take him. We start would, four wide receivers. I would definitely I would have take a,
2: Justin Jefferson.
3: I would definitely have him as one of my four wide receivers over a rookie. I mean, I love Jamar Chase, but at the end of the day, who knows how long he's going to keep doing what he's doing? Yeah.
1: All right. So the last game of the week is uh, Matt versus DJ.
3: Wait, we never predicted who's going to win my game. I already told. This could be you, Dave. Oh fuck! I just wanted to hear it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's the last game?
3: I'm actually. I'm gonna pick Tim. Of course you him. are. Of course you are. I'm gonna crush Tim. Didn't Tim scores eighty five points this week?
2: Tim will either score two hundred or eighty
0: this week. Yeah, I agree.
1: I just. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I. I don't need to explain myself. I guess, but I picked Tim. So, last matchup, Matt versus DJ. DJ's been on a, quote, heater, as he calls it. (laughs) He's been on a heater. I asked him what what that meant. What does that mean, you're on a heater? And he said, I've won two in a row. LOL. So, apparently, if you win two in a
3: row, you're on a heater. Dude, I was saying the same thing after my first two.
1: I don't think you used that term, though.
3: You're right. I was saying, I'm on the come up.
1: You're right, yeah. Come on, on. heater. Same thing.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah. DJ's whole problem is that his entire team was underperforming. Because if you look at the names on paper, he has a team that is capable of scoring a lot of points. But you said that from the beginning, and I've agreed that DJ has the potential to score a lot of points. It's just his parts were never working together. Yeah.
1: So. Lockett's on bye, so he's got to replace him. He could plug in Javante Williams.
3: And re-
2: Hunter Renfro. So he's going to start Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams?
3: Why not? They've they've he, it, a, Non-conversation. Conversation. He's got Hunter Renfro on his bench coming off bye.
0: Yeah. He's been starting Hunter Renfro the whole year. If you start uh, Melvin Gordon
1: and Javante, though, I think that's a decent play. Like, I don't think it's not like one starves without the other. It's kind of like if you had Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, you'd probably play both I mean, Baltimore. you're
2: pretty much selling for 20 points between two players.
0: Maybe. Uh, no, I think it's pretty much guaranteed 20 points. I bet you if you add up
3: their points every single week, they're between like 18 and 25 every week. That's what I'm saying.
2: Like, you're...
1: From last saying, week, hey, last I'm week fine with 10 eight. points between two players. Like, last week
3: they had 11 and 17.2, so that's uh, what 28? Okay, I think I think that might be the only way because they both scored a touchdown,
2: but I'm I'm hoping he starts both them. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah, well, he Dave's right, he'll start Hunter Renfro, especially with rugs gone, Hunter Renfro. Maybe gets a couple extra targets. I think they're I think they're gonna start uh Zay Jones in his place and he'll probably eat
2: those targets. Yeah. But I'm I'm projecting yeah. uh DJ to beat me this week because my team's a shit show.
3: Uh yeah. I was telling Matt earlier that I was skimming through fantasy football on Reddit to see all the news and stuff like that and like every other thing was what about Matt's players? Tony's like banged up, Kadarius Tony, James Robinson didn't or he's day to day. He didn't practice. Elijah Mitchell didn't practice.
2: So like I won last week, but like pretty much half my good players are hurt.
3: Calvin Ridley really so retired. retired. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. My player, my my second round draft, just retired halfway through the season. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, and his or a good starter for him. Chris Scott, did he did life. he
2: actually retire?
3: From what I've
1: read, he just said he was stepping I mean, away for a minute. Right, but what does that mean?
2: Right. In in my opinion, it means he's basically done for the season. That's.
3: Do you plan on dropping him?
2: I honestly don't know.
3: I asked Zach the same question about uh, Derrick Henry.
2: So I I have droppable players right now. So I'm not worried about it right now. But in the future, I might drop him for somebody.
1: What was the question? Will he drop Kelvin Ridley? Yeah. Gotcha.
3: Because I asked Zach the same thing about Derrick Henry. Because I was, th- you know, if, if it was my team, I'm three and five right now. I think I'd drop. Based on Calvin Ridley's scores, I think
1: he's droppable while he was playing.
2: I mean, he- right. But he's clearly been going through some shit. Who knows? Maybe he'll take right. three weeks off and then he'll be good again. I don't know. Really, nobody knows anything about his situation. Yeah. Yeah. And really, right now, who am I going to pick up off of waivers? That's going to be relevant.
1: That's true, I guess. But the, I mean, there's a ton of wide receivers you can use on waivers.
2: Right, but I also have Kirk Cousins that I'm going to drop. I have Samaj P. Ryan that is always droppable. Kelvin Ridley is like the third or fourth person that I'm going to drop on my bench.
1: Yeah, he's definitely not a drop before the before the
2: waivers drop. So like, I might drop him sometime in the future but right now it's not really an issue.
3: Fucking Rashad Bateman. Yeah. That was
2: kind of my uh, But basically like my team's pretty fucked these days.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd say between Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Tony, Ty- and I'm Tyler saying- Higby, that they might combine for like 14 points. Yeah. So like, like will, Tony, but...
2: Tony had an ankle injury for so long, and then like someone steps on his hand, and now he's useless. Well, like did, you shoot,
3: did you see what happened to his hand? I thought his own helmet hit it. He like fell on his own hand.
2: Uh, I I read that someone stepped on it.
3: Oh, maybe I definitely could be wrong. Whose hand are we talking about? Uh,
2: Kadarius Tony. Oh. And I, didn't I even know what happened to him. I didn't even know Elijah Mitchell was hurt until today. And James Robinson, he's hurt, and he's going against Buffalo anyway. So, like, I don't even know he's going to be relevant, but I'm going to star him anyways. Basically, I'm, I'm probably going to get, like, 60 points this week.
3: Oh, dude, I would fucking love for you to get 60 points this week.
2: I have, I have zero faith. Aaron Rodgers – or not, well, Aaron Jones with Aaron Rodgers out might get a shitload of points, but that's, like, my only hope this week.
3: Yeah, Devontae Adams is back, but I – I don't know what Jordan Love is capable of doing. So I'd say Aaron Jones uh, and AJ Dillon will probably be good plays. Hey, DJ's DG, like, like, actually got AJ Dillon. He could throw in AJ Dillon. That probably wouldn't be a half bad play in a pinch this week if he needed to.
2: Apparently, like AJ Round is relevant again and it's dropping like 25 to 30 points every week.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be even worse with Derek Henry gone. Yeah. I don't think their backfield is going to be worth anything. I agree. It, I mean, I, I ranted about this earlier, and I'm going to go on a rant about it now so everyone can hear. I picked up Marlon Mack last week for a dollar uh, because I he him and the Colts agreed that they were going to trade him, right? Because he's like, I'm a starting back in this league. I could play somewhere else. I'm not as good as Jonathan Taylor, but I can still be a starting back, right? So they agreed to trade him, and then they didn't fucking trade him. If anyone wants Marlon Mack, why wouldn't the Tennessee Titans pick up Marlon Mack?
2: So all I say about that is, uh, I forgot who said it, but basically, a running back coming off an uh, Achilles injury has never been relevant, ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So that's like it, a career ender,
1: basically. It's like what... What did they? What did they? What would they have to give to get Marlon Mack a sixth-round pick? They couldn't do that. Instead, they signed Adrian Peterson, who's forty-eight years old. <laughs> yeah, like really? Is so he there's really nobody better? better than Adrian Peterson? Is he really better than Marlon Mack for a sixth-round pick? Like, who are you taking in the sixth round? That's better than Is Marlon, Marlon
3: Mack? Mack. Ready to play?
1: Oh yeah, he's been he's, he's playing been playing all year.
3: Right? Yeah,
1: oh. he's been active all year. And I think he's looked, like, decent. Like, he hasn't looked bad.
3: Uh, we but, uh, I
0: anyway. I stopped at
3: work today and talked to Tony and Dana about football and all trades and all that kind of stuff. And we had all agreed that, because, you know, watching all the other sports, NFL is the stingiest league as far as trading draft picks. I don't know what it is, but, like, even good players go for, like, fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds or whatever. There was – uh, who was it early in the year that went for, like, a sixth-round pick or something?
2: That was like a good running back. Didn't, didn't like Von Miller just go for like a second and third?
3: Yeah, I mean a second and third. I, mean, I
2: I don't agree with that because I think the good, like the best of the best, go for the high round picks, but people aren't going to pay a lot for like decent players. Where like basketball, there's less players to worry about, right?
3: Yeah, but they're still like they still throw them around. If you went to go look at like the draft order for any year of the NBA. It's like it's like uh and the, with the third pick in this year's draft or whatever it's the Charlotte Hornets are picking from a pick from the Brooklyn Nets who had it from the Boston Celtics who had it from whatever like people just trade shit nonstop for pieces. In the NFL I feel like it's a lot like easier to, trades a year.
1: It's a lot easier to do that in the NBA because the positions aren't as uh how do i word this they're they're more important i guess because the position doesn't matter right like in the nfl like i don't know i don't know how to say this the position matters so much more than the player's skill i guess like if you're a running back you don't have to be The best running back ever if you get traded to a team with an amazing o-line like
3: you're going to be great right so does that make sense i i understand what you're saying i'm not saying it should be like the nba i get why they have more but it doesn't change the fact that they are like ridiculously stingy just like you said offer a sixth offer a sixth round pick offer a seventh round pick offer a fifth round pick are you really using that guy in the fifth round
1: Right. I couldn't believe that they sent Adrian Peterson when there was so much more available.
3: Even the Bills. There was a bunch of people. A trading Trubitsky, uh, Khalil Mack was on the trading block. Uh, we called about Von Miller. I don't know. Just
2: Odell was available. Mean, isn't isn't Gurley still around?
3: Yeah, yeah, like, Gurley is still what,
2: there. In what world would you pick Adrian Peterson
3: over Gurley? Uh, well, Gurley couldn't even make it on a team this year.
2: So... I guess I don't understand the whole situation, but like that's what maybe that's what maybe I'm saying, he's like not working out anymore or something. I don't know. That's what I'm saying.
1: I don't think the running back position matters at all for these teams. It's it's all about their O line. If their O line can support that running back. The I, I, yeah, I feel so, like the skill of the running back is completely irrelevant.
2: Yeah. I saw something like uh like an article earlier, maybe like two, three weeks ago, where Baltimore is getting offers for their, you know, fourth, fifth string running backs. (laughs) It's like, like why don't people realize that it's not the actual player? It's like the scheme.
1: Yeah, it it is for sure. I feel like running backs are worthless.
3: Uh, I mean, I've I've said that for like the longest time. Even San Francisco, every single running back they put in there is like fantasy relevant because. They run that guy 15, 16 times, guaranteed every single game. And I read a stat at the beginning of the year or something like that, that San Francisco, like, before their running back has even touched, they had, like, the longest yards before an attempted tackle or something like that, like, average. It was, like, three or four yards. So, like, every single play, Eliza Mitchell is getting three or four yards before he's even touched. I don't know if that's happening this year, but that's what happened last year with Jeff Wilson and Jermichael Hasty and who the fuck else do they have? who I forget who their other good running back was. I don't know. That's who it was.
1: But I agree. I, I feel like it's the same story for the Cleveland Browns. Like that team's built to run. You could literally plug anybody in there, Derek Wisconsin, and they'll get 30 points. Or same thing with uh, the Cowboys. They have such a good O line that you could plug anybody in there, Tony Pollard. And
2: he'll get amazing points. I would. I would cap Dave Winner at five fantasy points. Fuck, <laughs> <game. laughs> <laughs> like, if I was to put if I was to put Dave Winner in San Francisco versus where they have played this week, Arizona, I'll give you a maximum of five fantasy points.
3: I agree. You think I can get to five. I mean, I'll fucking no, take like, all day. Like,
2: I'll, like, not even maybe. Okay, I'll give you three. Now that I think of it, like you're not going to catch any pass. Let's be honest.
3: Are you kidding
2: me? Uh, they well, you, work might get, you might get 20 yards based on the O-line, but I'll cap you at three.
3: I can't get hurt, right? Yeah, like Sensu beans ever. ever oh, play. fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm getting more than 20 yards. You don't know no, think I can catch no, Are I'll you give, a crack?
0: Like That's I
3: can definitely do. They all have those sticky gloves.
2: No, but you're going to be blown up before you even catch the ball.
3: Well, yeah, if I'm am getting shitty passes though. It's not my how's that my fault?
2: I feel like you'd try and
1: break a move and just like break your ankle.
3: Dude, I could <laughs> juke somebody in the NFL. Up.
1: No. You couldn't. <laughs> I don't think you.
3: Could.
1: <laughs> you couldn't even you couldn't even juke like an offensive wide receiver.
3: What? Like Is if him? if
1: if a wide receiver was going to tackle you, I don't even think you could juke that guy. Who does a guy who doesn't even play defense and deals with jukes? I don't think you could juke him, he'd still tackle you and destroy you.
0: Oh, no, I'd probably jump over someone. (laughs) Can't juke if you just jump over him, it's a
3: perfect plan.
1: All right, are we done with this? Are we wrapping it up?
3: Yeah, wait, who's winning this game?
2: Probably not me,
3: DJ. I'll pick, I'll I pick picked, I picked DJ already. He's on you know a heater. You know what I really want to see DJ do is plug in AJ Dillon and and just beat you with a backup to your best player. Well,
2: he
1: might I mean if, historically
2: uh, if, AJ Dillon has never done that, but it's possible. If Barkley's
1: playing, he's gotta take out Devontae Booker, right? So he might do yeah.
3: that. Bar- I, mean, yeah. I think it's a long shot for Barkley to play. They said today that uh the COVID thing or whatever was his, his like second problem of the week. Like his ankle is still like more of a problem than him having COVID. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess he's got Zach Moss too, which he's got in his flex. So he probably would move Zach Moss up to that running back spot. So I don't think, right, we, I don't think he's going to play agent. Daniel.
2: Can we talk for a second about how Don still has a uh, Singletary on, on his roster?
3: Did you happen to hear the podcast with me and Don? How he was saying, who was it? He said Singletary was as good as. Uh, let me. Who did he say he was good as? Who did he say? Oh my god! I'm just gonna read this. you the points:
2: eleven, seventeen, great, three, nine, three, nine, three. <laughs> oh. It's so bad. It was Chuba Hubbard. It's so said, bad. He's the not like you could pick up anybody off waivers and do better than that.
1: You know, week six too, he got five receptions, which is amazing, right? Still nine
3: points. <laughs> you got to get rid of that guy. <laughs> it Matt, it was Chuba Hubbard. Oh. <laughs> so since since uh, McCaffrey's gone out, Chuba Hubbard got ten point nine, nine point one. So he was around McCaffrey or around Singletary numbers. Then he was nineteen, thirteen and a
2: half, ten, fourteen point one, or nine points. So I'm pretty sure he started him every week basically he has he is ranked 43rd yep. running back
1: <laughs> yeah he's awful there's like a million guys on waivers that are better than him
2: that's that's all i wanted to say at the end of this <laughs>
1: he's so dying
2: bad. get rid of devin singletary
1: you should, yeah no one should even be rostering that
3: guy at all yeah even on the waivers right now boston scott's still on the waivers from last week
1: What's Boston Scott's point rank? I bet you it's higher. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. It's and the guys literally only played one game. <laughs>
0: it's, it's
3: 66. <laughs> okay, so it's pretty close. It's pretty but close. he scored 18 last week. Yeah.
2: Like, in a 10-man league, you shouldn't have a player averaging 8 points. It's no. Just...
1: No, you shouldn't at all. Josh Jacobs' point rank, 29. That's pretty bad. I know Dave will like that stat. <sighs> So his, And that's who he started every week, I think. So his, his, it's 29, and what was that? Right.
2: You can't really talk about Josh Jacobs. He's averaging 15 points a week. That's true. That's true. Like, he is like, good when he's... He out.
1: missed two weeks, I guess, so that doesn't count about his point ring. You're right, you're right. But
2: Singletary I, 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 is that. averaging eight points. Like, yeah, and he's played can, every week. Yeah, don't ever... Have him on your team. I like yeah. how uh,
3: going into Miami, I believe Don and I did the uh, the podcast, like for week eight. He said Singletary is going to have a huge game. Huge. Yeah. Game. <laughs> three three point nine <laughs> points. It is hard to bench, I guess, the
1: starting running back for a team like with a good offense too. So.
3: I can understand how you can be I tricked by it. Devin Singletary, but I agree at this point. Don and I had that conversation on the podcast too. It it wasn't about like, it wasn't entirely about McCaffrey, like what you could get for him, like all that aside or whatever, while not trading McCaffrey and not, if you, you know, he said he didn't know how to use the waivers, which is fine. But with those two things, you're, you're stuck starting Devin Singletary every single week and JD McKissick. Like, Go back yeah. in time and trade McCaffrey.
1: He should have traded him after the first week he got hurt, I guess. Yeah, like week three or four. I mean, hindsight,
2: they were saying he was going to come back next week for like three weeks in a row.
1: Yeah, but they did, did the same thing last year.
2: Okay,
3: they or did. Like how he's also to... been on IR for the last three weeks. They
1: said last year he got hurt, and they said he was going to come back. And it was literally ten weeks later that he came back, and then he played half a game, and then got injured again for the rest of the year.
2: I, I feel like I feel like it's a lose lose situation where like you train him away, and people call you stupid because he comes back, or you train him away, and or you don't train him away, and he just stays hurt, and and they say he's week to week. You know, uh, like how how do you how are you supposed to play that? I guess, but if he gets her
1: initially and they say he's going to be back the next week, you can still trade him for like
2: RB1 value, right? Right, but like, uh, what you're not going to get anything better than Christian McCaffrey, you know? Like, the way I see it, so I was, me and Dave I, had this conversation. We're like, if Don was a trade with McCaffrey, he's not going to get anything that's going to make his team a playoff team. Other than McCaffrey, like what is he going to do?
3: I mean, at this point, but earlier, I, and I agree with you. It is hard to it's a lose lose kind of situation. That, I mean, but that's what you deal with when your first pick goes down. You've already lost. Now you just have to make you have to make up for it. So I agree, it's tough to trade him. Like I'm not saying it's easy peasy trade McCaffrey away. Like no problem, don't even think about it. But I'm saying when your options are Devin Singletary and you don't know how to use the waivers. I think then his option is pretty clear that he should have traded McCaffrey.
1: For me personally, if I had McCaffrey, and I've said a million times this year on this podcast, I I had McCaffrey last year and he was a fucking huge letdown because every single week he was questionable and every single week he didn't play. So if it was me that drafted McCaffrey this year, as soon as he got injured, I would have traded him as RB1 value and I would have got whatever I could for him, the best I could. And I would have gotten rid of him. And I can say that with confidence, knowing that even if he did come back that next week, he would have gotten injured again at some point in this year. And he would have lost points for that. So I don't know. You can say hindsight's twenty twenty, but I 100% yeah. would have done that.
2: At the 100%. end of the day, it's fantasy football, and like, who knows if he traded away, he could have come back and put up thirty points every week. Who knows? Maybe,
1: but I don't know. I I also feel like if you've if you've hung on to McCaffrey this long, you have to just wait. You have to wait till he comes back. Yeah, because his value as of now is literally worth nothing.
2: I wouldn't say that. Like I, I trade for him in a heartbeat. <laughs> I tried,
3: tried, tried trading for him last week. Who,
2: who would you trade for him, man? On your team, I've been right offering. Now? I've, I've been offering like Mitchell and uh, someone else, but obviously that's not the greatest.
1: Why isn't that the greatest? Don should take that in a heartbeat. Elijah Mitchell's a boss, bitch.
2: That's what I was saying. <laughs> but, I <laughs> Is mean. He- is he even going to lose the starting role this year? I don't think so, but I mean it's like injury, right? It's like he was out for 3 games and now he's kind of hurt again. Yeah. But like when he's healthy, like he's he's the guy.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't know that I don't know if anyone else on that team that's a threat really to take his starting role.
2: Yeah. 80 dollars well
0: spent. <laughs>
3: It has actually panned out. Probably the best big big buy of the year, I feel like.
1: If I was Don, I would take Elijah Mitchell for him.
3: Uh, even going, I think what makes Don's uh, trading situation so like volatile is even if you take McCaffrey trading off the table, he could have traded Justin Jefferson, and Robert Wood still had a ton of value in the first couple of weeks. And Michael Pittman in the last couple of weeks. He's had plenty of trade pieces that people would have gave him two-for-ones for, for startable players over Devin Singletary, over McKissick. I
1: would have been trying to trade Kyle Pitts 100% after week seven. 27-24, get out of here. Like, that offense is fucking terrible. There's no way that that dude scores that many <laughs> points. That offense is so bad. Matt Ryan is so bad. Uh, yes,
2: it's, I don't think it's Matt Ryan's th- the offensive line. is just... He has like half a second to actually throw a ball.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, Matt Ryan's obviously great. He's been great for a zillion years. Same with Ben Roethlisberger. It's, I think the same thing. But whatever it's going on, they're not doing well yeah, it's it's just this year. Working. And it's it's not working. And that's not an offense that I want it, to be involved with at all.
2: Since so so, the guy with Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like the number five running back somehow?
1: Because he's their whole offense. I mean, I'll take a dump pass guy on that offense. I'll take a guy who gets targeted a zillion times a game. I'll take that. But Kyle Pitts isn't that guy. Kyle Pitts is a mega athlete who doesn't get utilized correctly in his offense.
2: Yeah, he'll probably be really good next year, but this year, probably not.
1: I could say the same thing about Chase Claypool. I think Chase Claypool is probably one of the best receivers in the league who has Ben Roethlisberger throwing
2: to him. So It's so, it's it's, so crazy. Like I thought he was going to be great after um, Juju got hurt. Yeah, he I should be. I don't know be. what's going on. He should be, for real. Is, is it the O-line? Like I don't know. It's the O-line plus Ben Ro-
1: Roethlisberger's. Just he doesn't have it anymore. He's just bad. He Ben Roethlisberger's thrown one touchdown per game, I think, the entire year. And that's just not you just don't want receivers with that
2: QB. You say have like twenty drop offs to Najee Harris.
1: <laughs> exactly. Which is why Najee Harris is good this year.
3: But it's like, was, have you guys looked at JD McKissick's stats this year? No. Go look at his his like points per game. What a nightmare of a player to own and have to play.
1: I mean, he's better than Devin Singletary. I'd start JD because like a thousand times to one. No, I know but Devin Singletary. How
3: many times? I I I almost want to go look back and see how many times Don actually played him when he had a good week because it's literally every other week he puts well, up fifteen plus or like less than five. I think he picked him up like week
2: six or so, but like. He's a good play when, what's his
3: name, uh, Gibson is hurt. Look, do, do you see his stats? Point eight, twenty point three, five point eight, sixteen point nine, one point. Every other week, so it's, like, it's it's crazy the fucking floor and ceiling this guy has. He's all over the place. I would hate to have this fucking guy on my yeah, team. So next
2: week he's going to blow up. Uh, he had
3: that a buy. Uh, are you sure? He had a buy that messes things up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so he either could do nothing or whatever, but whatever he does, you'll know for the rest of the, the year. Play him every other week. I mean, it's, yeah. his, his stats are crazy. I feel like this
1: is just one of those like volatile offenses. Like You could say the same thing for Terry McLaurin,
3: who's on the same team. Hey, he's not as up and down. Terry McLaurin's been shift for like four weeks in a row. He's at least some more consistent. JD McKissick is like the least (laughs) consistent person I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) In general, I feel bad for Don's team because like on paper, they look, it looks pretty okay, but like they're just all over the place.
1: Yeah. I really like uh, Pittman this year. And I think Pittman's definitely the number one target for Wentz uh, for sure. And I think that's going to be, fairly consistent going forward but i don't know i still wouldn't feel real confident starting him
3: i like him but that week that ty came back he only had 5.8 i don't know if it's because it was that the week that ty came back i forget i think he wasn't did too great the week ty came back not because yeah, of yeah. Ty, TY but... came back and then he got a hamstring injury then he came back and then he
2: got a concussion like,
3: <laughs>
2: i feel bad for the guy because he's good I
1: think there's a good chance that the Colts actually bench uh, Indy or uh, not Indy. Wentz, Carson Wentz, yeah. as well. To see He looks bad. There was like a condi- I read that there was a conditional thing in their trade that if if Wentz starts like X amount of games, then they trade a first round pick. So I think if they start him like one or two more times, they have to give a first round pick to Philly. And I don't know that Wentz has performed well enough to do that. So they might bench him for the rest of the year, which would destroy their team. Like fantasy-wise, I, I don't think Pittman's doing anything if they bench Wentz. Uh,
3: I think it depends on their next couple of games. They're three and five. They play the Jets, so they'll be four and five. They're in the mix. No, don't just don't count the Jets out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Have you seen their new quarterback? It's certainly an easy – okay, I really liked that kid. But do you know like the average depth of target for like everyone – and every quarterback in the NFL is like – I guess I don't know what the average is, but I know it's between – it's like 9 to like 15 or something. I know Lamar Jackson had like the biggest one the one week at like 19 or something. But his was like 4. He basically didn't – I don't think he threw it over like 10 yards down the field. Are you talking about Mike White? Yeah, He wins games,
2: that's all I know.
3: (laughs) I like him. I'm not talking shit about it. I'm just saying when I read and heard about those stats or whatever, it was kind of more like they're the Jets and he just kept dumping it off and the plays kept working.
1: Well, yeah, Michael Carter had 30 fucking points. Right. Uh, Did you see they inducted his jersey into the Hall of Fame for that game? (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, that's a true stat.
2: Like for what reason?
1: Because uh,
3: I don't know. It's probably like uh, the first.
1: Player yeah, like to first come, game. game four
3: hundred a... yards. I'm sure he broke a record.
1: Yeah, he he's literally in the Hall of Fame for that game. <laughs> 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 it's fucking ridiculous.
3: We should probably call, uh, call this because what yeah, our half hour podcast is now just half hour of t- extra half hour of just chit chatting. Yeah, it's
1: uh, it's been an hour, I think.
3: Yeah, we pretty much had it all wrapped up in an hour, or a half hour, and then we just talked for whatever.
1: We had some good convos, though. Yeah. What do you think about Charlie still starting Miles Gaskin? <laughs> all
2: right, let's start the next half
0: hour. <laughs> all right, see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.